Welcome back to the Wagon and Whip podcast, everybody. We are back in LA after a great week at Pebble. Hey yo! U.S. Open. Yeah. Monday after the U.S. Open. Major recap. How are you boys feeling after that performance yesterday? I'm feeling pretty good. I had a, you know, Emily, Wagon and Whip was present up at Pebble. Emily and I were up there. Um, Indeed, great time. We were. Lots of driving though, and yeah, Emily uh, Emily's very uh, pregnant. So <laughs> lots of so. driving wasn't the bad part. It no. was the lots of walking. Yes, <laughs> what a trooper she was. Yes. what a trooper. I'm not gonna say it's a bad part because it was amazing to be at Pebble Beach. Never been there before. Okay. Oh, but the undulation of that course. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, it's uh, hard. You actually did pretty good. The whole time, even when you were there, you're walking around. Uh, up until yesterday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, and, and today. You're really tired today. So today I can barely get out of bed, people. But she's here. She's here. To recap the U.S. Open like a trooper. Yeah! That's, that's it. Um, Scotty, we were up there. You had yeah. a busy weekend, and you were watching as well on TV. What would you think? Oh, my God. I think it was everything I wanted it to be in watching a U.S. Open on a if not iconic yeah i mean top five course in the world certainly probably the number one public place uh to play in the world amazing amazing weekend amazing weekend for golf we can get into all the reasons why which we will do um but my takeaway from a spectator and someone that obviously now talks about golf um just truly amazing and i think golf got it right okay yeah we'll get into the usga setup we'll get into you know the whole week and all the feels and at such a iconic place um the broadcast a little bit as well maybe uh but first off congratulations to gary woodland yeah gw uh, he uh let's just face it so i'll get into my opinion first i thought you know the whole week as soon as he took the lead you know and this is no offense to gary woodland but he was and seven i think before this with a yes. 54 hole lead so I think everybody's expectations were just not that high for Gary Woodland. And uh, that's just based on numbers and facts, not the type of golfer or human being that he is. I couldn't be happier for this guy. I think it's a great story. The more you read about it, the more you hear about things, uh, you know, I just the more I like the victory afterwards. I didn't see him pulling that off, not with Brooks in the background, not with Rory in the background. But uh, just an unbelievable performance, rock solid all week, just hitting these darts off the tee, this low iron uh, stinger that I wish I had that I could hit on command. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, you know, and then just there's just small targets. Emily and I will get into like kind of being there a little bit, but it's it's a shot maker's course. Like you got to hit fairways and you got to hit greens and those greens aren't big. And he just he did that all week. If you did that, you shot under par. You had a chance to win, but he made putts. He made chip ins. He. He just played lights out. He played better than anybody else in the yeah. field. Congrats to Gary Woodland. Yeah. Anybody yeah. want to chime in? I mean, it was incredible watching him. It was it was awesome to see. I kind of joked. I was like, oh, my gosh, is he going to shit the bed yet? Like, mm-hmm. he just was on fire and consistent. And it was it was fun to watch. I mean, he kept his composure the entire time. He didn't really see too many ups and downs. And, of course, you know, on the back stretch when Brooks was coming up behind him, I have to say, like, kudos to to Gary because he just he stayed focused and he he did he did what he did to become a U.S. U.S. Open champion and he deserves every bit of it. 
you hit the nail on the head, Steve, when he talks about a good story. I think you saw that how everybody wanted Gary Woodland to win this. Yeah. Um, there's been someone that's been just a friend of, of so many people on tour. Obviously, he had a, a caddy on his bag and uh, and Brennan Little, who, who's won uh, Augusta with Mike Weir before. Um, I noticed, I give a yeah. shout out to the St. Louis Blues logo that he had on his <laughs> visor. Oh, shoot. Um, I mean, so we are Stanley Cup champions. Um, <laughs> just waiting for a oh. moment to bring that into this Boston household. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well done. <laughs> but uh, but no, on, on, on a total, he made all the right shots. And he took the chances with the three-wood. Uh, that he hit, you know, 260 yards uphill there uh, with the chip on 17 that he made. He made all the right shots under the right pressure that he had to do, and then to birdie mm-hmm. the last and kind of just send this off when we knew it was over was purely just awesome. And kudos to him, as Emily, you alluded to. He could have followed and especially faltered with Brooks coming out the gate yeah. as Brooks came out the gate, and it didn't never get, let it got close, and he never let it got to where – where he would be tied. So um, he always did a good job of keeping the lead and keeping his foot on the gas. Yeah, and he made, like, it seems like anytime he needed to make a shot, and then at the end when he didn't need to make it, but anytime he needed to make a, sh- a putt or a shot, he did. He chipped in on Friday. Um, uh, he chipped in at least once on Friday. He made a long, a couple long putts on Friday. On Saturday, he made, like, a 40-something foot par save. Yep on a par five and then it, and then again at the end of the tournament he didn't even need to make it he had three putts to win and he drains like a, a 35 footer for yeah. birdie to win so it was just, just sealing a, the deal for him yeah it just he, he wasn't going to be beaten that weekend right. by anybody it didn't matter who was behind him and uh so kudos to him and like you said good story he just seems like a good dude a lot of people that are friends with him on tour like you said and the more you read about him he's had some 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 sadness in his life he's mm-hmm. had you know he had uh, his wife and um him had twins in 2017, and one of the twins didn't make it. Right. Um, and now they're they're she's pregnant again with twins. So good luck, congratulations to them. So just an all around good story, good dude. He, in the press conference, he got into you know Father's Day and and you know his father pushing him and everything, and and you know got a little emotional. It seemed like so. Just a guy I think you can root for, and and now uh, now you can call him. You know, it's a life changing event. Mm-hmm. U.S. Open champion, oh, major champion. So without question, he's a lot more a lot more dollars in the bank account, and there's going to be a lot more <laughs> stuff that comes sure. with it too. So congrats to Gary Woodland, uh, heck of a performance. Yeah, oh, it was an incredible, and just just listening to his story. Yes, a lot of the trials and tribulations ever since like graduating from college, and the decision to change from playing d2 basketball to becoming a golfer that was that was some great information just about him and his background and his story and the fact that he's like i never even envisioned you know sinking that putt never in my life however i always envisioned the buzzer beater on on basketball and he goes and i'll have to say that 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 helped me do what I did today. And, mm. I, and I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed listening to his entire conference after because I don't, he's such a likable guy. So yeah, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be a good, good thing watching him, watching him grow even more. And yeah, we'll see what he does. I mean, I mean like, you know, we'll see what he does. I think he's got that strut. He's got something about him too. Like I noticed that he's got that, his chest up. Like mm-hmm. he's, he walks with confidence. I think he's a, he's an athlete. Like you alluded to the basketball. I think he's going to, He'll be around. I mean, you know, who knows how many big tournaments he's going to win, but 
he's been around for a long time and it's a story perseverance like Perse- you know yeah, what i mean he's sure. he's been a, on a pro since 2007 been on tour since 2009 only four wins and then he gets his major so kudos uh, lots Congrats. of lots of good things hopefully more things coming to gary but so. so so speaking of uh puffy chest walking with confidence i mean brooks kepka did not shy away from confidence at all, especially coming up the stretch yesterday. And it was fun to watch. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was rooting for yeah, him. He, I mean, he birdied for the first five uh, holes, yeah. I think. And uh, the place is buzzing. So Emily and I are there and, and uh, you could just start to hear the roars once the, the leaders finally teed off. We were there early in the day and, um, you know, Brooks, you kind of were waiting for him to come up, yep. waiting for him to just make that move, and he makes it early. He birdied mm-hmm. all the holes he needed to birdie on the front nine, and uh, one shot back, and you're like, this is over. Like, he's right. going to come back and mm-hmm. just take this over. And again, and like, Gary Especially held with off. Gary Woodland as your yeah, leader, yeah. you're thinking, okay, this is over. <laughs> um, but it just, I, but on the Brooks side, I, I don't think. Like I don't think there's going to be argument, any argument at this table. He's playing better than anybody else in the game right now. He's finishing um, better than anybody, any, anybody else in the game right now. And if you told me at the start of the week that Brooks Koepka was going to finish at 10 under par at Pebble Beach at the U.S. Open, I would have said without hesitation he will win that tournament. And uh, he did that. He had four rounds in the 60s at a U.S. Open. He just There was just a guy that was a couple shots better. Yeah, no question. I think, and someone put a quote somewhere that the scariest thing on the leaderboard is to see on a major championship is to see Brooks <laughs> yeah, his name now because he is. I mean, go through the last his last couple starts is, is you know it's the first, second, always, and there's no one more built on the PJ Tour right now for major championship golf than Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Um, and watch out at Worldport Rush, his, his caddy started his caddy career there. Yeah. So just I just just. That. Put that little nugget for all the betters out there. If you want some early money, someone <laughs> there I think will teach I. Um, not surprising. He came out. He came ready to go. He got his kiss from Jenna this time, so maybe that uh, derailed him. But <laughs> that, that was it. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No more but, kisses, Jenna. But but on the whole, um, awesome to see him compete and battle all day. He made a couple of mistakes, um, and then really he just hit his little driving iron on 18 too good. Because it was right yeah. at the hole, you know, he said in the interview uh, that he was in between the four iron and the three yeah. driving iron, the four would have never got there, right? Yeah. And so, you know, unfortunately just didn't have the right to. club. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But if that gets close, I do think that Brooks makes the putt and we'll see what happens. I don't know if Gary then plays the 18 as conservative as he does. I don't know, right? We can play hindsight right. all day. But long story short, Brooks Kepka, unbelievable tournament. And I with you, if you would have told me these numbers before the week started, I'd tell you he's the champion oh, yeah. going away. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, the only thing that the Pebble again, the the par fives all week. A couple people put out like you know kept good. Yep. Missed you know some of the par fives in terms of just making birdie, which he normally eats up with his length. But it's 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 tough because it's a it's a shot makers tight course. Like you can't just wail on a three wood. I mean, you can, but you got to be really accurate with it. Um, at or two iron uh, at the at the 18th hole, it's a very tight landing area. You miss left, you're in the water, and you miss right, you got an impossible chip over the bunker. Yeah. The trees blocking you out. So um, that's my phone ringing in the background. 
which I never have on, not on silent, but um, it is today. But anyways, uh, he, he played really well, and uh, it was just fun to have some competition down the stretch and not, not seeing someone roll away with it. I, you know? I don't usually root for Brooks. I was finding myself rooting for him just so we'd get some extra golf. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who right? wouldn't want extra golf? Uh, Tiger. Uh, not not the way he wanted to start the week. Had a great finish, yeah. Um, but uh, never really got it going. Felt like if he had, I think if he had some putts dropping on Thursday and Friday, if he saw some more putts yep. go in, he probably would have been. Obviously, that lowers your score, but I think it would have got some more momentum going. Would have got the crowd into it a little bit. Didn't feel like he ever had that that just that point where he was okay. Here comes Tiger and got the momentum going. Other than that. It seemed like he played pretty well. Yeah, Thursday he struck it well. Thursday was a great day. Um, he had so many chances for birdie, and then right. we wa- got to watch it in prime time, and then flip over and watch the end of the game seven NBA final or game six in the NBA finals. <laughs> um, but he, I think I think he's a little disappointed. Um, I think you're seeing this new Tiger, where I think he just runs out of steam towards the end of a week, yeah. especially these major weeks where th- things are built up. He even alluded to it, right, in his press conference, how he needed to take time off, and we probably won't see him again till the yeah. Open Championship at Whirlpool Rush. In, which right. is interesting. Which we can get into. But um, unfortunately, he just never had you – know, none of those putts fell, so the rounds didn't have the same energy. Yeah. And when his rounds don't have the same energy – he kind of almost just, you know, hits it on the green two putt par, make one mistake, make bogey, right? There's no highlights. Yeah. And Tiger's a guy that seems to feed off of that or seem to feed off the three big three wood cut to the green or the iron that he hits within tapping range, and it just never happened this week. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I, you know, I, I, like I said, it, we've already touched on the momentum, but I think, I think if you just saw a couple of those drop, and they were close, like he burned a lot of edges, right. then you would have really seen the place come alive and energize him more. But it's weird because, you know, usually he's fading towards the end of these rounds, and I think he was like, at one point, I looked up on Sunday, he was three over. Mm-hmm. And then but next then thing, we were, we were on 16 like watching, and he's like two under. We're like, <laughs> yeah. What the heck just happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. He just went six under in like a six-hole stretch uh, somewhere uh, on, the, on the back he Nine. was, I mean, or, or late back, just, back just front. like walking the course, he was up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was it was good to see him uh, finish strong. I yeah. think it gives him the confidence moving forward uh, in four weeks for for the championship yep. or for the Open. So um, in Port Rush, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no. Um, it'll be good. But you you alluded to like talking about the fact that he's going to be resting for four weeks. Yeah. I think that he just needs it. Yeah, we'll see, right? Um, by the way, I don't. The next four weeks on the PGA Tour, no disrespect to any of the venues, but they aren't traditional venues that he would play anyways. So it, this is not like him missing Memorial. It's not like him missing the Arnold Palmer, right? Um, where you would maybe have some cause for or pause for concern. Yeah. Um, the question is, is just, and he did say he's going to go over there early, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so, so I agree. I think this is going to be good for him. There's no one that knows what they need to do more. Um, he'll get all the information. He'll get all the treatment. And, you know, a week or two off probably without hitting a golf club is, is probably the right thing for him. Yeah, I it would be good. And it's, um, one of the golf, I think Tripp said it on Golf Channel, uh, Golf Central today. Uh, he talked about the Irish Open. Like, yeah. that's two weeks before. Yeah. Um, so go over, play Lynx Golf. It's at La Hinch. It's Emily amazing. and I have been there. That course will beat you up. Ugh. But it's an awesome spot, just an amazing venue. 
And then he's over there. He's getting on the time change, which I think messed him up at the Ryder Cup a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if he's in that time zone, he's resting. He's playing some Lynx golf over there. He goes and sees the course early. I think that would be great. And then you yeah. get a, you get a tournament round in. But again, who am I? I'm, if I was Tiger's manager, that's what I would tell him to do. But I'm not. <laughs> it's so. definitely not gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, but it makes a lot of sense to me. It makes uh, a lot of sense. Or even the Scottish Open the following week, right? Yeah, but then that's right. The week he doesn't like to play the week. I, I agree. So. Anyways, we'll see what Tiger does. Not the performance we wanted uh, or he wanted, but uh, one more major left uh, on the year, and I think we're gonna. I think we'll see a good Tiger. So just just looking forward to it was the one major I predicted that he would win, um, and I'll we can do it on the it? preview. But I think he's prime position to win where he yeah. a golf course where he'll be prepped and ready for. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like um, it. So I think Emily had Rory right. At Port Rush, that's mm-hmm. a good pick, and I had Fowler. Huh. Well, I think that especially <laughs> after on, Rory's performance from this past week, yep. um, he's coming coming up or coming back with vengeance. Okay. So I I, 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 I even stick 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 I, even I, harder behind or what? I, I stick strong uh, behind <laughs> Rory. <laughs> your opinion? Okay. I, I can tell you this thing. They're. Um, God, wouldn't it be great to see Rory and Tiger like come down the stretch? You, that would be you, incredible. There are not going to be two golfers that want to win that tournament more on planet Earth than Rory and Tiger. And I think I just think the hunger there is going to push them. I think Ricky's probably got it, but I don't know. You mentioned his comments last week. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to define me. Um, which I get it. Like he's he's talking about this good and Samaritan stuff, and and he's obviously a great likable human being guy he's got a girl he's, you know he's living life, life life is good for you know but he you know it'd be great to see him win one or stick you know follow up a five under round with something better than six be over <laughs> let me ask you guys this on Rory is his last showings in these final rounds of majors any pause could concern about him and his future and how his major count um, I mean, like we talked about how hard it is to win these, yeah. and I think. But it's not that he's not winning; it's that he is crumbling in these yeah. final rounds of big stages. He's just not finishing, and yeah. I think there's. But that... he's like Scotty's saying; he's crumbling. Yeah. He's not like he's blowing up. And we know bit. he can do it. He just shot sixty-one last Sunday, but it's but, a major, and he disappears. Right. right. Well, he exactly. Well, he just saw. He, he shot sixty-one last Sunday, and I just think his hunger when he gets to Northern Ireland that his yeah. hunger to win that will be. It's either going to hurt him really bad or it's going to help him. But I think if he's in contention on Sunday, we can expect Great the best thing. of God. the best of Rory. I honestly, I, I don't th- think he fades. This I time. think that it's I it's unfair to say that he's absolutely crumbling because he just won a week ago, back to back. And yes, you're at spotlight for the U.S. Open. I mean, it's it's a grind and it's exhausting. And so I actually am not surprised by his performance come the U.S. Open after winning and fighting for um, a championship for RBC. Okay. So give it two more weeks. I think that he's going to be refreshed, ready to go. The the most telling sign, if he comes out and dominates one of these next four weeks, I'm definitely not picking him to do well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 way, no, 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 exactly. He's already got a winning. He's already got, yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, great. So just a great venue, great week. Emily and I were there. Let's get into a little bit of like just uh, yeah, what we thought because yeah. we we drove up on Friday afternoon and it was um, a long drive, six hours on Friday afternoon. But that's to be expected. 
and um, got on course late on Friday to see like Phil and Graham McDowell and that group come in. Saw a few groups come in. Um, weather is right off. It's funny in the Monterey Peninsula, like just that peninsula gets sucked in with the marine layer. You go like literally 15 minutes away, 20 minutes away. It's, Blue sun- skies. it's sunny and like 75 degrees. But on the peninsula, it's like 60 in marine layer. So, um, so it would have been nice to get some sun or some wind for the tournament golf, but it was uh, just a nostalgic place. You come down there, you look at 18, you're looking out at Stillwater Cove because the, the entrance kind of brings you right down to like you can go left to one or right down to 18. We went to 18 because people were finishing. Sure. So it was, um, I just, you, there's very uh, few places in the world of golf that was that it would give you that kind of view. We had some great views in Ireland. A lot of the courses we played, I just didn't have any knowledge of prior. But when you see Pebble and you kind of know Pebble and you know the cypress trees and right. and where they're placed, it was uh, it was just a very nostalgic feeling to be there. And then I would say the best thing that the best part of the course was it was a long walk. We did get help from the golf cart ride for Emily, um, but getting out to it's a big course. There's a it's lot of property, huge. and to get from seven eight nine the pro shop out to a lot of the you know the famous par three seventh and then you know the ninth hole the eighth hole um it's it's a hike to get out there but once you're out there those holes are unreal yeah. and then the the views and the feels all around those holes are just ridiculous the yeah. i would say the the two that i didn't really recognize or i didn't understand how dramatic they were number six the par five up mm-hmm. the hill with the cliff yeah. i mean that just looks really uh, intimidating and, and also awesome like you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean like they're hitting this par for a huge long shot up up a hill over a cliff like onto a small green um it was fun to watch them play that hole and hit their tee shots there they all you know bomb it obviously and then um the eighth hole was probably made there was a spot we saw emily right on the where you could see them tee off on nine and at the same time, you saw all the approaches coming into eight, which eight was kind of un- almost, I don't want to say underrated. I'm rambling a little bit here, but like I, I didn't I didn't expect too much. I hear about seven. I heard about six a little bit and nine and ten are along the water. But I never really like paid that much attention to the eighth hole. And it might be my favorite hole on the course just from watching it because you're coming again over a cliff. Right. It's a crazy approach shot into another small green. And it was it was fun to watch some players come up there. So anyways, I mean, he basically wrote the whole story. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> um, I'll just say that. Thank just, you to Meg at the USGA, and thank oh, you to yes, Meg, you're a doll. It our people so at Fox for hooking us up, and we just had a we had a good time there. We had we had a very hospitable time. <laughs> yeah, it was so nice. It was it was very nice, and I'm glad that I was able to take advantage of the disability. <laughs> Uh, who did we, who did we see cart. on the 13th hole at the house? On the oh, right. yeah. We saw Kelly James. Saw Kelly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Said hi to Kelly. It was funny because we didn't, I didn't, we didn't notice him and we were following Ricky. Yeah. And Ricky, and Ricky, like, Ricky, Ricky like, like, he's just stone cold, like, just look, he's kind of pissed off. He doesn't yeah. play that well. He's just stone cold sober. And, and there's fans, you're right. He's sec- definitely second, but by far the second most popular player out there besides Tiger. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just people screaming, Ricky, everywhere. He's just ignoring everything. And then he just, like, looks up and gives a huge smile and wave to, like, this 
the house and I, we look over like who the hell is he waving at and of course we see kelly and his kids are out there and i'm kind of a shy dude like i just don't you know i'm like don't go bother him and he's like she's like emily's like my wife and every, anybody who knows my wife like let's go say hi no yeah. we're gonna say hi yeah and he well, remembered us yeah. he's I like mean, hey like, guys how we you? made eye contact and steve's like no let's not bother him and i'm like <laughs> um no yeah. this is when you say hello how yeah. are you and he's like i just don't want to bother him i go he's on a lawn watching golf we're not bothering him <laughs> Yeah. So shout out to our boy Kelly. Yeah. Shout so out to it was Kelly. great seeing you, Kelly. Thanks. That's for sure. Thanks for remembering us. Um, it was a great week out there, though. I mean, I, I, anybody that can get out there, if you're going to watch golf, I don't care if it's an amateur tournament, whatever, play golf. And there's a ton of good golf in the area as yeah. well. So um, I'm, I'll have to say, though, I did like that 13 hole. I mean, it was a straight shot, but you were able to see everything. Yeah. And and you could see from yeah. like you, there's like kind of two peninsulas essentially and the one that was more southbound, I mean the sand beaches, I thought that yeah, I was like, like in sand. Sarasota, like Florida because of the white sand beaches. It was It's a beautiful place. Beautiful. So I mean it could only just be more pristine when the the clouds are gone and the sun is shining, but yeah. it, all in all it was still magnificent. It was like Steve said, the nostalgia of the entire thing. It was really, really awesome to be there. And, um, yeah, I'm very grateful to have been there. So yeah, cool. I- I'm ready to be on the couch, though, for the rest <laughs> of the four weeks until Whoa. this baby arrives. It's a trooper. Well, oh, we got to go up and play. It's the one place that I would absolutely love to play and haven't got lucky enough to do it. Well, um, we're working on it, guys. Right. Um, I can get December. us on the Monterey Peninsula. Yeah, let's go. Uh, like, uh, all you Monterey listeners. We did, by the way, get koozies. In yeah. so, um, we'll figure out some giveaways and stuff for you guys on social media. But we did give away some wagon with um, and let me say a shout out. Thanks for some of those peeps to come up and ask for them. So we we definitely gave out a few. Yeah. So that was awesome and. Shout out to the new listeners. Who I have love it. Our one wagon with koozie richer. <laughs> yeah. So if you want one, and you see us out. We'll have them. Yeah. Definitely. Um, before we get into our last topic, just real quick, you're not done traveling for golf. You're going on another golf oh, vacation tonight. tonight. So another, where are you going? Uh, I am going to be lucky enough to play Oakmont uh, tomorrow afternoon nice. and Wednesday and morning. Wednesday and, and then I fly back. Okay. And poor uh, wifey over here on, is like huffing and puffing, hoping I don't go into labor tonight. I'm hoping you don't go into labor <laughs> oh too. Oh my god! That's gonna, the guilt factor will go like through the roof <laughs> so, at this time if if you go into labor while I'm gone. She's not due till the 20th, everybody. Right, so on the next, July 20th. 20th. On the next pod, you, I want, we want to hear everything about Oakmont. I will. We'll, we'll do an Oakmont recap. I'm very lucky to have been invited to play in a little, little tournament there with like a group of eight guys who are uh, great friends. So um, like I said, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I feel you a little. Son of a bitch. I feel a little guilty right now. I'm not gonna let the golf guilt. Like it's a real thing. Like I'm like. Do you right, have just, Sage Valley and Augusta? The yeah, I had there? to like ask my. I had to ask my boss, like my real boss, like last week. I'm like, you know, I feel. I'm like, look, I just. There's no other way to say this. I'm not gonna like make anything up. Like I just. I got invited to play in a tournament at Oakmont, and it's Oakmont. Like, so can I just like. <laughs> Work from home. He's like, dude, I don't care. He's like, I'd kick your ass if you don't go. So there you go. Thank you. Shout out to that boss. Yeah. So good times. So what's get next topic though? USGA setup. We yeah. got to get into the critique. Lots of heat on the USGA before yep. this tournament. We had a great discussion slash yelling about it with Ben last last podcast. <laughs> yep. So uh, your thoughts, Scotty, on the on the USGA setup. job well done. 
I mean, single-handedly, I don't see how you say anything but that. I know there is some criticism that people wanted to see it closer to par and didn't want to see. But the, the better golfers, you can only make pebble so hard, right? And it didn't, yeah. blow, it didn't blow. You can't get the POA that fast. They, every, it was totally fair. And what I've it always said— It was fast. It was pretty fast. Uh, what I've always said, and we've had this discussion over and over again, is that you have to make the golf course predictable. So good shots are rewarded and bad shots take, you know, put you in bad spots. And they did that. And if they did the job that they needed to do, it was an awesome week for the USGA. It was an awesome venue for the USGA. They did look like they know what they're doing. They even got praise from Phil, yep. who earlier in the week said 100% chance they'll get it wrong uh, if the USGA is in. This, out of all the stuff that we've had with the new rulings and the criticism at Shinnecock, at Chambers Bay, at Aaron Hills, this now is a standout win for the USGA. I couldn't be more happy for them, and this is what they needed. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say, Rory called them out as well. If yeah, this a lot is, of people did. A lo- yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody did. But, I mean, for Rory saying, like, they better get it right here. And if they don't get it right, then they have something very, very wrong going on. You mean? And they got it right, and that was great to see. I will have to say, though, on Thursday and a little bit of Friday, but mo- on Thursday, I was a little bit weary as to how the performance of the course was going to hold up. For the, the, the following days, be just because it just seemed too easy. Mm. The first I don't want to say that, it's so, easy because it's the U.S. Open, but it's just, it was predictable and everybody was playing. Well, playing. I think, yeah, and, and I know where you're going with it, and I, I have a very similar, if, if there was one critique. But first of all, I'll say, like, the good things, I agree 100% with Scotty. Like, the bad shots were... were um, penalizing the good shots were, were pretty rewarding. much rewarded, yeah. so that's and that's what you need. That's the most important thing. The place was in phenomenal shape. The greens, the po was probably about as fast as you could get it. Right. So it was, um, it it was set up ju- just about perfectly. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, if I was going to be critical about one thing, is that they could have looked at the weather and they they know that it's going to be. You know, they, they knew. The I know, but this is the point: is that like <laughs> there, on, there wasn't dude. wind. There wasn't significant wind forecasted. It was overcast. Right. It was gonna play soft. So they, they could have firmed it up. I think a little more on Thursday, but they were just. My, I they think they're being, being cautious. cautious. They're yeah. being after all the criticism. They were gonna let it. So, they were gonna play it a little bit softer Thursday. I think if they could go back and change one thing, it'd probably be that they'd have it a little firmer for Thursday morning, and you wouldn't have seen like five six under out of the gate. Right. But and. I, I, in terms of um, score to par, though, I've realized myself, and I've I've said like I want to see it around even par or you know just under that, and that should win the golf tournament. And I guess that's still cool. But what I love about U.S. Opens and the carnage a little bit and seeing guys face elements that they normally don't face is like I like to see them take a couple hacks out of the rough sometimes because they get a shitty lie but that's because you made a bad shot right? right and it's a little bit more penalizing guys are taking two shots out of the bunker and stuff like that and that still happened right it's just that this day and age if you let the good shots be rewarded someone like Gary or someone like Brooks is going to go off and they're going to yeah. go under par and yeah. that, to be honest that's okay with me like I, I was pretty happy with the setup and the way the whole thing played out like I said, if it was just one criticism, it would have been the Thursday thing. But um, you still saw a lot of very difficult lies, a lot of buried balls, oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of shots that just weren't lost rewarded. balls. Yep. Yeah, 
lots of lost balls. It was it was fun to watch that though. Like not not only the lost balls, but also the balls in the fescue where um, you know players would would try to hack at it and they couldn't even get it a foot in front of them. It like and a couple so times, yeah, yeah, and and it makes you feel like okay. Right, yeah, I do that too. Do that, and that's part that of the, that's what you want to see the US Open. You of want course. to see them tested mentally. Um, Bryson, we were watching following him. I mean, you can you can kind of tell when they get when you're there. And that's one of the fun things about being there. Because uh, golf is, believe me, for the most part, it's much better on, on TV from like understanding what's going on. Yeah. So Big you can picture. see everything. But there's obviously great things about being there and sure. hearing the roars and everything else and seeing, you know, at a major championship, seeing Tiger and everything like that. But to be able to like you know uh so DeChambeau hit one just missed the fairway by probably three or four feet and he was buried and just couldn't really get it to the still hit a good shot but ended up short of the green in the rough again and he's like you know I won't repeat what he said because it was (laughs) not for the uh I I won't just shame him like that but I mean it was you know you could tell he's really frustrated so and you know that's what it's supposed to do that's what a USO open supposed to do so as long as the golfers are getting frustrated when they hit like shots that are penalizing then that's that's sort of it their job. like the the yeah, tournament i don't care what the winner i don't care where the winner ends up so i gotta say i gotta say though when we were crossing um 16 we were on the fairway and we i made the comment to you or vice versa we both made the comment of wow this is so cushy <laughs> on the fairway oh, the place is just oh in unreal God. shape i mean it's yeah. kudos to not just the usga but the the just superintendents the and the grounds crew there i mean it couldn't have been in better shape i mean it was ridiculous it was beautiful uh green beautiful well good it sounds like you guys agree the usga did a good job so yeah um, yep can put the brakes and all the criticism until next year until <laughs> until, until, until next until year right? Uh, Wingfoot's gonna play tough. That will be closer to par. I can guarantee you that. It's just uh, that's call just it, it right now, Steve, huh? Yeah, okay. but just because if they set it up to a similar, a similar style where the the rough's really penalizing, the course is really narrow, more narrow than Pebble is, and mm-hmm. really, and they can make some holes long, and the greens are gonna be lightning. So it's gonna be that you'll probably hear some more complaining next year. But I think that's traditional Wingfoot. When has Wingfoot ever been easy? Never. <laughs> they won't be shooting 13 under wing foot. But anyways, uh, yeah, great week. Uh, thank you. Like I said, thank you to all the new fans. Don't forget to go on to Instagram and follow us. Uh, Waggling with pod on Instagram. It's just waggling with on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, and we'll send out some contest stuff um, on Instagram. So you guys can we'll send some previews to you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Let's go blue. Oh, God.